Okay. Better, better believe in to buy some lores after this session. All right. Uh, so we got from last time, Acolytes received their assignment to investigate the agro-world planet of Nova Bella, which has been mysteriously out of contact with the Greater Imperium for about two decades. Uh, they landed, immediately pretended they, they were gathering the tithe, and have been uh, kind of proceeding from that point. Uh, last we left off, uh, Sam's character, uh, Farron, was? Yes. Is, mm-hmm. uh, was investigating, sort of just checking the books out, and the books did not check out. And uh, the rest of the party was in the former Astroprats quarters uh, with, I believe, uh, Constantius about to go to the great cath- the cathedral on the planet. Yeah, sounds right. We're here to learn things. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna pick back up with uh, with Farron. Uh, so, so your you know uh, your investigation is you know taking it's a it's a process that takes hours, and uh, actually at one point. They've kind of got you set up in uh, in an office at the port, and uh, at one point you actually hear uh, a sort of loud banging on the outside of the door. Uh, the guy who you intimidated into giving up the ghost last time kind of makes a couple of panicked sounds uh, before running back to the office. Um, the overseers here, you apparently summoned her earlier. We did. No, this is uh, Sam. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were not on me. Uh, yes, uh, I would like to see her. Please bring me to her. Uh, she's immediately here. Of course, <laughs> he runs off. Not sure who you know who you should be more scared of. Uh, eventually, me. hear sound of boots uh, on the crappy wooden floors. Okay, I I, uh, I will look up and and await whoever is coming to see me. Uh, you see a tall woman in her 50s, uh, currently wearing uh, what looks to be, like, sort of just suitably nice clothing, um, covered with various uh, marks of office, uh, most importantly, a large sort of patch uh, on her on her right uh, that has uh, two blades of wheat, or grains of wheat, kind of crossed. Uh, uh, she is flanked by two rather large-looking men in armor uh, who have uh, pretty be stub revolvers and uh, crappy-looking swords at their belts. Okay. Uh, I, I'm guessing, like, most of her stuff is pretty official. Like, it's not the... Like, they're, they're not, like, making up titles or anything for her. Uh, no, like, you've... You, um, I mean, she hasn't introduced herself yet, but right. uh, you've heard of Overseer Evane Drakenstein? Uh, yeah, she, she is the uh, the overseer of the agri-harvest sodality, the tithe-gathering apparatus of the planet. Basically, the closest thing they have to the administrator. Yeah, and nominally, this woman should outrank me, like, yeah. 100%. Okay, yeah, then I bow respectfully to her. Uh, she, like, she walked in with a sneer, and the sneer only deepens. Fair enough. Uh, I will say, uh, Madam Overseer, thank you for joining me. I understand... Uh, that the time to collect the tithe has finally come after all these years. Naturally, it comes like many things to us all. Uh, now, though, oh, good. I was going to say, uh, it seems that in the absence of uh, true imperial presence, uh, certain slippage has occurred. Well, when we initially started storing uh, the foodstuffs, the expectation wasn't that we that it would be two decades before we saw an imperial ship again. There has been some loss 
uh, that we unfortunately could not prevent. However, uh, I do have uh, I do have a proposition involving mostly using uh, the leftover uh, and rotten fish and grain for uh, a protein base. Okay, I, I'm I'm listening intently. Like, let her babble at me about you know bureauc- bureaucracy and logistics. Yeah, I mean, she basically describes a plan that involves using the leftover crap. I mean, it still technically has some nutritional value. Mm-hmm. And there's like a there's a famous example of this in this sector on Hive Desolium, where they basically get all the trash and crap and feed it to flies, and then they raise the flies and smush them into biscuits. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh... Can I get like a, a general sense of her as she's talking? Like, does this woman seem like she is uh, purposefully hiding things from me, or am I just like a you know a low-level bureaucrat that is you know in her eyes up jumped with power? Like, what are we looking at here? Uh, see, like without any skill check at all, she's she's dismissive but careful. Okay. Like, she knows, like, she she uh, isn't a fan of the fact that you're kind of showing up and making her do stuff. Right. But uh, she is aware that, like, you represent the outside world, and so that's kind of important. Okay. Um, after she describes her plan, I, I, I make, you know, nice appreciative noises and say that seems quite, quite, uh, quite in keeping with what needs to be occurring here. Uh, now tell me, um, the, the sodality, what, what all does, does their reach encompass? Um, well, uh, we're in charge of gathering the tithe, uh, and since that is the entire purpose of this planet, uh, one could make the case that we have a substantial amount of power. Uh, yes, one could, indeed. Uh, but our current operations, uh, we're working with the strictionists to make sure that the tides remain ongoing, uh, despite the lack of imperial presence. We, we're in charge of interpreting the results from the priests in terms of where and what to plant, how to plant it. Uh, you, you tell she kind of, she, she's kind of a little miffed at that. Yeah, at being told where to go and what to do, basically, by the priests. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, that's, uh, you know seditious and concerning uh i make a note of it but i do not comment um uh when when did the sodality come to be i can't be exactly certain as to the date uh but it's my understanding that uh ever since we were reclassified from a colony to an agri world that that the agri harvest sodality or some ancestor of it has existed here fantastic now I am going to continue my investigation, uh, but I would I will be needing to give a report uh, before we finish collecting the tithe and actually transport it off world. Uh, I will need some uh, certain information uh, from you, as well as uh, perhaps uh, a scribe or two. The the young man who has been serving me will do nicely, um, and I <laughs> I will need to uh, speak to the gathered sodality in a imperial official manner. Understood. Uh, would you prefer the strictionists be there as well? Or at least representatives of them? Why not? Okay. All right. So yeah, uh, unless she has anything further to add, I, I co-opt her, uh, her, uh, you know, u- useful scribe and then, uh, keep going on with my business of tallying the tithe. And I will communicate to, uh, 
the rest of my team that the uh, we have a meeting with the strictionists. Yeah, uh, she gives you a time and place. Uh, cool. Probably see the the next day. Okay, sounds good to me. Okay. And she doesn't like try uh, to murder me or anything, right? You know. No. <laughs> I like the pause. I, I think there'd be a skill check for that. <laughs> I think awareness might do, or maybe you know. <laughs> eh. It no, it's, it's like American Beauty. You don't know. You don't notice anything until the camera pans to your <laughs> brains all over the desk. <laughs> Go to somebody else. Yeah, uh, gonna move to Constantius. Uh, currently heading towards the cathedral. Yeah, that was I going with someone? I don't remember. Uh, that's up to you. I think you were doing it by yourself, but it's your call. I think Johans was, was gonna go. Someone. I think I brought. Yeah, I think Johans was gonna go <laughs> with you. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. All right, uh, so yeah, let's go to the cathedral. Okay. Uh, so you guys pass through sort of the the center of town, the closest, you know, like a where various few, what few government buildings are required are. Um, you guys can both make me awareness at plus 10. Huh. Oh, uh, have we, we've now had a chance to communicate with each other, warn each other about, you know, warp influence. Did you guys get the microbeads? Pretty sure we did. Uh, my character's always had one, but I don't know if anybody else got one. If anyone acquired one, then you acquired 10 of them. And I'm, I'm physically with him, so... Uh, yeah. I have, I believe I have microbeads built into me, so yes. Okay, as, yeah, as long as two, because like, uh, yeah, the only yeah. one separate from you guys right now is, is Farron, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. awareness, I don't think I have that trained. Awareness, then, uh, <laughs> then it'd be perception minus 10 overall, since, it, you know, untrained is minus 20, but you have a plus 10 on the test. Okay, so 15, great. <laughs> failed. I failed. I is a... <laughs> Awareness is overrated. I'm thinking about birds. If you wait long enough, heresy comes to you. <laughs> yeah. Shot <laughs> shotguns are very quick to react. <laughs> JT Dubs Von G got it. Uh, I don't get it. We're gonna so, get clubbed. JT Dubs Von G. That's <laughs> if you shorten his name. Okay. Uh, all right. So yeah. you guys make it to uh, the cathedral is by itself. Uh, it, there's a. It's given a rather large berth. Uh, there appear to be mostly ceremonial actual fields surrounding it. Like you doubt anyone actually farms it, but you know, uh, their their version of the imperial creed is real big about the harvest. So, of course, as we walk by, do peasants just stand up and start pointing at us and going like, Aah! and their eyes light up or something? Is that what we're missing? Well, I mean, they, they might do that, but only because you know, we're 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 sort of the outsiders here. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I know, as far as strange looks, the only thing is, um, well, I, I suppose it depends. Like how <laughs> how tech priesty do you? <laughs> I wear a hoodie. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I wear the mechanicus robes. Basically, the only like implants I have is uh my Medicaid mechadendrite, which I probably keep wrapped under the wrapped around me under the robes. But you've got like a red robe with a cog on it. Yeah. Uh, you see. So I so I've doubled the amount of tech priests on the planet. <laughs> yeah, you see a couple of you know people like point and whisper at at that, but not much else. Uh, there don't appear to be a lot of people around. Right. Only people appear to be uh, either people who work in the city or just the minor nobility. This planet appears to be mostly uninhabited. Uh, so you get to the cathedral. It's something off. It's <laughs> oh no my God. fucking we, kidding. We, we, <laughs> Oh, we failed a spot check. We're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I search for traps. 
Do you have your 10-foot? All right. So you guys get to the cathedral. Uh, calling cathedral is a bit of an overstatement. Uh, it's obviously a, a building aligned with the ecclesiarchy, but it's fairly simple. Uh, only about maybe 15, 20 feet tall. Nothing compared to the mega spires of Juno that you might have seen before you were, uh, you know, stationed here. What a disgrace! <laughs> uh, it's, de- it's decorated. Uh, has has uh, a couple of aquilas and a couple of uh, what you've come to recognize through you know a couple hours of exposure as the sort of subtle variations. There's a lot of leaves and things, you know, wheat stalks and and uh, fish uh, in various murals and statues and whatnot. Uh, the front the the double doors uh, are appear to be open. Uh, you hear a, uh, a hymn being sung from inside, you know, a standard imperial hymn. Well, let's walk in. Uh, you see, uh, appears to be, uh, there are pews set up. Uh, it appears that this could maybe fit a couple of hundred people. Uh, though right now, only the first two rows of pews are filled. Uh, they, the pews themselves have uh, priests and monks of various kinds in them. Uh, they all wear the sort of ragged uh, brown cloth and leather with leaf decorations that you've seen on clerics. Uh, and actually standing at a pulpit sort of leading the hymn is a very interesting man for a cleric. Like, no role required. He is very young, and he is extremely well-built, like in terms of musculature. Hmm. Most other clerics you've ever seen have been old and decrepit and weak because they don't have time to exercise or, you know, uh, too busy reading books and singing hymns. And <laughs> but this guy, swole priest, he's got he's got uh, looks like uh, a young Channing Tatum. He's got the kind of almost disgusting brown leather skin tan uh, that a, a lot of the locals have. And uh, he is extremely well. He's a swole uh, you see him, like, kind of glance his eyes towards you as you walk in, but he finishes the hymn before, uh, well, he continues the hymn as you guys walk in. So what do you do? They're in, uh, Congress right now? They're in, uh... Uh, yeah, you recognize this as sort of, uh, it's kind of like, uh... <laughs> it's kind of like Vespers in Catholicism, like, they get together, say a prayer, and then, you know, go do about their, their duty. <laughs> <laughs> How the young priest is like, oh, I, I dropped my chalice. <laughs> Bends over. Really, the chalice? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's wine everywhere. These vestments <laughs> are so tight. <laughs> oh Christ! I mean, I mean, technically, emperor. vespers is a particular hour when they do it. It's the liturgy of the hours, or divine the yeah, divine office. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, maybe we should wait that they're done, I guess. Or, I don't know. Imperium will never be done. Oh. You want to interrupt? <laughs> I don't think it'd be my place to. I mean, setting the place on fire would catch their attention. I will I, join I, in I even though we're late. Fire. Yeah, because praying is good. I go to my knees and the pew cracks. Well, we could... We could do that until maybe whatever. What's the equivalent of Pope again? Master Harvester. Uh, on this planet, it's the Harvester Prelate. Harvester pre- Prelate. Maybe we could uh, join them in sexual congress until. Uh... <laughs> no, until... no, we need we need awkwardly non-sexual congress. <laughs> okay, well that too. <laughs> the, the question is, do you interrupt or do you wait for them? I'm gonna wait. 
I don't. I'm gonna join in. Mechanicus okay. worship, but be happy to respect. Well, I'm waiting. Unless like the prayers are wrong. I don't know if my dude will tell the difference though. He's not very smart. <laughs> Aside from swapping emperor for harvest father, no. For, for slanish. So uh, yeah, you guys finish, and uh, he uh, the harvester prelate makes a motion with his hands, uh, and the the priests and monks uh, sort of file off to separate sides of the building. Uh, he steps down from the pew. It ex- extends a big hand, a particularly Hello? large hand. Oh God, I shake it. And do we become muscle friends? <laughs> muscle bros. <laughs> Bra, how much you squatch? <laughs> I flex so hard my breastplate explodes. Bam! <laughs> Clang. <laughs> Specs for days. Like twelve of them. It's not healthy. I mean, he gives you more of a run for your money than most other citizens of the Imperium you've who have had the unpleasant experience of shaking your hand before. <laughs> ah, thank you, Swole Father. <laughs> for Swole Father who lifts in heaven. <laughs> Forgive me because I have gates. Hallowed be thy deadlift. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Uh says ah. I had heard uh that the men coming for the tithe had finally come. And with them comes one who bears the strength of praise be to the harvest father. A couple of them, you know, guys off to the side, uh, make the sign of the aquila and, you know, say it along with him. Um, we have come. Um, but of course, we're also uh, interested in. Uh, well, actually, we're, that might be telling too much. Kind of want to just ask a question about this, this planet, this church. Of course. I don't exactly know what to ask. Well, uh, the. First off, you don't actually know this guy's name yet. Uh, second of all, you have you know enough about the guy who sent the letter that started all this that he was like an old ass man. So clearly, it's a like this isn't the guy who wrote the letter. Uh, whoever was head of the religion here is not anymore. Uh, but the original guy's letter said that he thought that there you know great heresies among the populace and that he was that he was asking for intercession on the sector archbishop's behalf. Because hmm. uh, I'm wondering, did we talk about if we wanted how much, like, are we fronting? Are we, can we just ask about if they know anything about heresy or if we're investigating heresy or is it better to hide our we're intentions? we're fronting right now. Because right, right now, now we're that... just the tithe collectors. Like, we're not Inquisition yet. So we're being kind of circuitous, circuitous. Surreptitious? That as well, yes. Serendipitous. <laughs> no. Did someone say <laughs> surreptitious? I'll get <laughs> the implants. <laughs> uh, yes, we've come from the tides, but uh, we were wondering if we could meet the Arvester prelate. Clearly, this planet is very um, pious, and uh, its citizens look uh, look as much. And while we're here, we would have we wanted to know more about the about uh, you know. I actually don't know. Our brother in the emperor. Thank you. Our brothers in the emperor in the the empire. Of sure. course, uh, of course. Uh, I'm from off world. Uh, perhaps uh, our uh, symbols of office are unfamiliar to you. He points to a, a wreath around his head uh, that appears to be made of of fresh leaves. Uh, I am a harvester prelate. Uh, harvester prelate Manus Barahona. I'll put that in the chat. Manus Barahona, it is nice to meet you. I've uh, we've heard great things about you from your con- congregates. I really don't know much about church words because I'm 
been raced as an atheist. <laughs> Not really. Um, uh, I, uh, they do me, they do me honor. I, I only, uh, I only do as the Harvest Father commands. You remember hearing that there were legends that this guy actually works out in the fields with the people and looking at yeah. him? That could be true. And he apparently <laughs> just works out. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> just going to lift his robe, check those thighs. <laughs> could crush a grapefruit in them between those. Um, you see, uh, excuse the, uh, well, actually, I don't have excuse shit. You seem young of buddy. Uh, from the tales, I thought I, I was imagining a much uh, older person. Ah, uh, yes. Uh I assume any information you have is 20 years old. Uh, that would include uh, that my predecessor would have been listed as Harvester Prelate. Who was your predecessor? Uh, Ezarth Felissimo. Uh, yes, Harvester uh, Current. And how long has he passed? Uh, he passed peacefully into the arms of the Emperor uh, around 11 years ago. What's the name again? Oh, are you typing in? Yeah, it was Ezarth who sent the list. Ah, oh, dang. So the guy that we knew for certain was legit is a corpse. Did we check his place where he used to live or anything like that? Where Ezarth used to live? Yeah. I uh, guess here or something. It would, pro- probably, it would probably be here. Is there like a rectory attached to the building? Yeah, there's, we... there's there's something similar. I mean, yeah, it, it, it appears that he lives here. Do they call it a rectorium or something instead of a rectory? for <laughs> K. Probably. You said he came, you said you said he passed peacefully into the arms of the emperor. Yes. Uh, in his sleep. Um at this point I just want to ask for the body. <laughs> Fellows little help. Yeah, how long ago? 11 years ago, he said. Okay. That's... Well, I don't know if... See, we should probably find out where he is and then, like, sneakily try to get the body first. I can't unless see. It... Well, yeah, but I don't mean, like, sneak. I mean, just, like, in the night, go in there with shovels or I'll just, like, punch the dirt until he pops out of it because I'm strong. We know you're strong. God damn. <laughs> it was a wish to wake the warp. I'm pretty sure I don't the head Ecclesiarch goes in, like, a giant-ass tomb. It's probably crenellations and gargoyles and this is because I don't know. It's of horrors. <laughs> they just yeah, feed into an orb of annihilation. <laughs> yeah, maybe just figure out like ask Grace Barrett so we can pay our respects or something because we heard he was oh, yeah, there. Oh yeah, I uh, throw a light. We all do. It's okay. We would like. Uh, I think my my brothers and I would like to pay our respect to his art Felicimo. He had a reputation before we uh, he stopped writing. Uh, I see. Uh, certainly. Uh, he uh, he points to uh, to a side door. All right, it's uh, it's just a few hundred feet this way. You have a shovel I could borrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no <what> reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he leads you out to appears to be a small uh, memorial garden. Uh, judging by the by the uh, tombstones, uh, it's it's where harvester prelates are buried when they die. It's uh, after 500 years. It's got more than a few uh, headstones here, but he does nice. lead you to uh, to Azarth Felicimo's tombstone. It uh, judging by the the dates on it, uh, he did die about 11 years ago, uh, and it appears that he was 75. So he was 64 when he sent the letter. 75. What kind of a natural death can what kind of a natural death can take a 75 years old man? In the prime of his time, um, shit. Well, we can still whisk him away by night. Do we have? Do we want to know anything else? If you guys want to sort of sort of ask around, I mean, uh, he, he makes he basically you know opens opens the place up to you. Uh, he doesn't appear to to be hiding anything. 
right. I don't think we have much else to gather before we break Tithesman's kayfabe. I kind of want to know what his work coverage is. So do I, for personal reasons. <laughs> well, you do three circuits of flagellation. Oh, Josh Christ. <laughs> work the fields for 24 hours straight. Uh, I mean, <laughs> then go you... back to work the next day. <laughs> if you guys wait around, he eventually does uh, head off towards the uh, the tide silos. So suspicious. Uh where he he uh, is apparently helping the uh, there are constantly trucks coming in just delivering the tithe, uh, and he apparently is is helping uh, them move these large bushels of grain and uh, barrels with pickled fish in them and whatnot. Surprising, shall we? I'm gonna cut back to uh, to Kevin's character, uh, Lady Ursa, was it? Yeah. Yep, so you are in the, uh, apparently used to be the Astro Pass quarters, now is just a uh, place where they store paperwork, it seems. Yeah, uh, she was going to look through the records for the black, uh, for the black tithe, or for the uh, Psyker records. Okay, uh, while you're looking for them in there, um, they are actually delivered to you Okay. Uh, by the, the guard that you sent away earlier. Uh, he comes back with uh, actual, you know, paper records. Uh you make me a at Astrotel check. Common lore at Astrotel. Uh, not great. Let's see, seventy out of forty. I mean, they look in order. Uh, it, it appears that I mean, this is a relatively low pollution world. Uh, instances of of weird mutation don't occur here all that often. Uh, so they've got you know like a half dozen psychers, and it's technically allowed. To kill them rather than save them if you're worried that, you know, they'll let demons in and screw up your planet. Yeah. Uh, technically, he could be sanctioned. The governor could get sanctioned for that because, you know, it's not only because of the demon thing that the black ships pick up psychers. It's also to feed the emperor. Yeah. But, you know, he, he could make he could make a case that he had to do it. We could start a lawsuit that would uh, that will extend long past any of our lifetimes. Exactly. Before he's found guilty or not guilty. Okay, well, so there's the right, at least the right rough amount of psychers and mutants and such. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, she's also going to ask for census records and try to check against them. Okay. See if these were fabricated records or at least how complete they're. Uh, All right. Um, they how complete say that any that, fraud might be. Yeah, they say that'll be a couple of hours. To get the right records together, uh, you're welcome to you're welcome to stay around or roll forbidden lore bureaucracy. <laughs> oh, forbidden to the front of the line. Yeah. Uh, in that case, during the meantime, I'm gonna go down and take a look at the astropaths. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Is the astropath buried on premises or is he near the church or something? No, he would have been buried on premises. Okay. And yeah, she'll go down to see his uh, his tomb. Yeah, but for right now, she's she just wants to see uh, incident reports and see if they're treating them the way they should be. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, if you ask for, to be led to the uh, Astropath's tomb, uh, they do lead you there. It's a uh, they have a crypt here, basically. That's how this this royal family apparently rolls, and uh, you can see that he uh, they, they don't list like you know cause of death or anything, but uh, that their astropath. Uh, by the name of uh, Malcolm was uh, 50 when he died. Okay. Uh, depending on you know his constitution, <clears throat> that could either be uh, they said he fell sick. I mean that could make sense. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, I should probably wait for the census records then and wait for the others to return. Okay. Uh yeah, so they uh, you, you can wait in the uh, the old Astrobats quarters if you like. Like it, it doesn't appear to be very busy in there. So uh, well, actually, uh, at one point, uh, Lady Lady Celia Cthrinkus, uh kind of knocks on the door gently. Come in. Uh, I hope you're finding everything. Yes, everything seems to be in order. Excellent. Tell me, I, I'm I'm not sure who I should speak to about this. Uh, I I saw that you had. Uh, that you had a a cleric with you, and perhaps you would pass this on to him. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but uh, I've been having some growing concerns about our harvester prelate lately. Oh, well, what have you seen? Well, I don't like to to speak out of place, especially about a man so so high uh, in our religion. But it it seems to me that I believe he's meeting with offworlders. All four others. I thought there were no ships. There are no ships. Uh, there have been no ships to approach the official land. However, uh, I, I am told that there are some illicit, uh, not even landing pads, just cleared out areas of, uh, of farmland, uh, forbidden from, from providing for the tithe. And she makes the sign of the Akola. Uh, forbidden? Well, they're, they're stop- if, if uh, they're cleared out, then nothing can be grown there. True. Oh, but I hear, I hear rumors all the time uh, that that his strength is not natural, uh, that he has that he has been uh, receiving implantations uh, to to affect such a physique. And uh, our one uh, our one member of the Mechanicus on planet, uh, Harvest Father, bless him. Uh, I, I don't believe has the time in his schedule nor the materials required hmm. to perform such operations. Yes, this is very concerning. Thank you for confiding. Of course. Uh, I was curious, where do you get your decorations for the throne room? Has it been remodeled any time lately? Uh, no. Uh, aside from some minor repairs, you know, a servant dropping a candlestick while cleaning it here and there, and it breaks, you know, you have to replace it. Uh, aside from that, the throne room has remained uh, relatively unchanged uh, since the colony was founded. Siva. Thank you for confiding in me, and thank you for your time. Uh, please feel free to contact me again if you have any more concerns. Of, of course. And to see if she has any more to say, or uh, yeah, she makes some small talk just about uh, being excited that the that the tithe is finally there and whatnot. Okay. Is that should that be considered suspicious, or is everyone supposed to be gracious about the tithe? I mean, if they're pious. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not out of the ordinary, especially after such a long time. Hang me one second. Sure. And that, well, actually, um, the uh, the guys who are at the cathedral can arrive back at the uh, castle if you'd like. Well, she's going to contact them about. Uh, or no, did, did they not have microbeads of their own? The three who went. I think we decided they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah then uh, contact them and see if we can catch them while they're still at the cathedral to check the pecs. The pecs, you say? Check the pecs. Yes, the pecs. Dun dun dun. What? What do you want me to just like take take a surgical punch and take a skin sample? What do you want from me? Uh, while I don't we're, know. Go make a Because I will. Or... I'll fucking do it. While we're waiting <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, on tech well, use test. Yeah. Do you? Uh, you can roll me tech use, though you don't get the benefit of like a combi tool because you can't go up and ratchet shit. But <laughs> otherwise, uh, tech use. You can, you can roll a tech use while you're still there. Like, 
Yeah, I figure, especially with these medicines. So if anybody's equipped to figure this out, <laughs> um, my tech you is... actually you can roll both. Both? Yes. Each one will give you something different. So I roll a 26 and a 25, both of which are below my 55s. Okay. 25 was on the Medicaid, 26 was on the tech use. Yeah, so you were, you were on the biologist track. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you've at least either read or seen synth muscle installed before. And it is called synth muscle for a reason. It never looks quite right. It looks like you kind of taped slabs under somebody's skin. Uh, he, his, like his musculature, as far as you can tell and from your Medicaid and whatnot, like he's just, he's been working hard for a long time and he probably eats a little better than everybody else. So he's actually got, you know, a lot of protein in his diet. Fish, super fish. It's a lots super of, food. Lots of fish. I hear it's the super food. So yes. Yeah, as, as far as you can tell, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's not eating to excess and he's just getting a lot of exercise. Seems fine. Yes. It appears to be. Normal muscle growth, although quite a lot of it. Beyond that, I'm not sure what else to tell you besides the fact that it appears that his muscles are coming in slabs. What exactly are you looking for? Anyone? Uh, Kevin? Oh, Unmute sorry. your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what did you say? Please unmute your microbead. Yeah. <laughs> Is there... The the muscle growth appears natural, although it appears that the muscles come in large slabs. What is exactly you're looking for? No, no, no. It's 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 yeah. implanted muscle that looks like slabs. Oh, right. It's synth muscle. No, oh, it's just it's, not it's, synth it's, muscle. Just in, in the interest of making sure you don't red herring yourself. Sure. You've seen synth muscle synth. implanted. This is not synth. Okay. It's not. Sorry, the, my my data pad was off. The governess was that who just came and spoke. Uh, yeah, that'd be a technical title. She calls herself Lady Kathrinka, but she's, she's the planetary governess. Okay. The governess is claiming that the harvester prelate is receiving uh, mechanical upgrades from unknown off-worlders. Not the, not the case, I assure you. Maybe she's trying to throw to send off of her. I already know that she has some touch of warped corruption. Perhaps that's her plan. If we can figure out why the two people most likely to tell us what's going on are dead... They will still tell tales just of a different sort. But then how... how did they live? Both of them died roughly ten years previous, right? No, the astropath... the astropath died, uh... 25 years ago. Or, I'm sorry, oh, okay. 20 years ago. Uh, letter was 25. Uh, the, all, all contacts stopped 20 years Okay. And then the, uh... the ecclesiarch, he died how long ago? He died nine years later. Nine years later? How did the concerned Ecclesiarch survive for so long? Well, if he's anything like his uh, descendants, perhaps he simply fought off assassination attempts. For a decade? Alone? You haven't seen this dude. This I, will send, I, I will send you a picture of my nearest opportunity. <laughs> you try to sneak one, he senses it and flexes for the camera. Oh, very well. I'd like to examine the astropath and perhaps the ecclesiarch and get some information about what may have happened. I suppose if you wish to enact a conspiracy of some sort, then eliminating the only means of communication would be the place to start. You would think so, wouldn't you? Maybe more important than the spiritual leader, unless they converted him somehow before his death. Perhaps that's more likely... Five years passed while the astropath was alive, as well as the ecclesiarch, and there was no follow-up to the letter. Very puzzling. Uh, you also know from the letter that the ecclesiarch did not trust the astropath. 
which is why you sent a paper letter and not an astropathic message. Oh, I see. Okay. That's right. I forgot that. Now, if you can come back and examine, I would appreciate it. Of course. I will at my nearest opportunity. Is there any reasons? Is there any reasons you attempt to perform an autopsy here? Perhaps. It might help us determine if foul play took the ecclesiarch. We'll see if, he, if the body is in any way accessible. Yes. Good luck. I'll be pouring through these records. Very well. Okay. So, uh, pretty much, uh, you eventually get the census records delivered to you. Uh, so, basically, both uh, Farron and Ursa's kind of paperwork stuff will take until night. Uh, is there... And first off, what are you guys' plans as far as, like, what you're going to do at night? Like, where you're going to sleep and whatnot? And secondly, is there anything you wanted to do under cover of darkness? I'm not the most subtle of people, but I would like to know if the uh, if the former priest's body is in any way accessible or if it's locked in, like, some sort of cryo-hyper-tomb. I also second that. I want to see what's up with the priest's body. The priest's body was apparently interred... Uh, well, actually, uh, it, you can make me an inquiry check. One of you can. Not me. Uh, inquiry. Yeah, I've got that. What's that based I don't off think of? I can physically make that check. <laughs> Fellowship. Oh, even better. Uh, yeah, fifteen. Okay, you ask around. Uh, and actually, how many degrees of success is that? Uh, two. Okay. Yeah. So you you ask around. Um, like them. So just pretending you want to pay your respects. And uh, here's something interesting is that when when you talk to people about uh, about Ezarth Felicimo, um, people call him like poor Ezarth a lot or that unfortunate Ezarth. Hmm. Uh, pressing them further, uh, if discreetly, it, it appears that he kind of had a reputation late in life that he was kind of like you know that that old man who wanders and talks to people who aren't there. Hmm. <laughs> And just kind of does very odd things, but but there's no real like uh, means of removing the harvester prelate as like a matter of course. Right. He's he he serves for life. Then again, and, he could have uh, just been acting dumb. And uh, yeah, like you you do see that uh, he was interred normally uh, in just a wooden like a a pine box basically. Hmm. Uh, they, they don't do uh, they don't do embalming here. So he's gonna smell great. This is what you're. <laughs> I'm saying is you're gonna find like a mummy at best. Uh, you can tell a lot from even just bone. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I, mean, I I can't. <laughs> I can tell, but <laughs> someone can probably. <laughs> just cracks it open and drinks. Mm, this marrow is old. <laughs> this guy's dead. <laughs> Got it. Holy shit, guys, this dude's dead. Bingo. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Book him, Dano. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Wow. Wow. Uh, all right, well, does anybody have any ideas of, about what all is going on here beyond that there is some sort of conspiracy surrounding the the Harvester God? Like... I, I kind of want to well, find I, out where the grain is going that they're storing, um, that they're keeping out of the tithe. Uh, but any other plans are – I'm open to is them. Is there anything that suspicious about the tithe? Well, it it's the it has that like weird sine wave effect where they're deliberately taking stuff out of it and making sure that it you know goes somewhere, which is you know d- 
treasonous that's, that's, at best. <laughs> like, yes, worth a shot then. But I'm not the most subtle person, so if anyone can acquire me a body to autopsy, I'm happy to do it. Or a machine to fix. Or a body to fix with a machine. Or a bottle of good brandy. Yes, that too. I'll be happy. It's called Amasek. <laughs> it is called Amasek. <laughs> I think torture is a solution. <laughs> <laughs> Problem, torture, solution, torture. Okay, but who are well, we torturing, pro- though? Like, that's the thing. The governess, she's a proven heretic. She did lie to us. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that plan. If that's I what mean, we want to go with. You have to make people duck. If you like, I can perform the autopsy on the astropath while that happens. And I found that burning people talk a whole lot. I mean, it's mostly, ah, I'm on fire! <laughs> but there are occasionally the some real nuggets of wisdom in there. <laughs> These are the words of, any, of heretics. Please, God. <laughs> Please, Lord, I've always been a faithful servant. <laughs> That's exactly what a, what a servant of chaos would say. <laughs> All right, so I suppose I will make inquiries to, uh, I will try to find that, that corpse to open up. Just open it right up. I'm naturally inclined to trust this harvester prelate. Open it right up like a wonder ball. But considering he actually does some of the farming, he'd probably have an eye on stuff that was going on. So either he's being cautious by not mentioning anything or he's in on it. I wonder, wonder what's in the wonder ball. Uh, I tend to agree. The prelate has some of seems to be one of the most connected to the plight of the people. Perhaps more persuasion is needed and not necessarily forceful. If he is a faithful servant, then he, he will speak. Meanwhile, I will open a corpse. <laughs> Are you digging up the uh, Ecclesiarch or just lifting the lid off of the uh, Astropath's tomb? Astropath seems more prudent at the moment, considering I was already approached to uh, perform an autopsy in front of the governess. Okay, so you, you put in a formal request to, to autopsy him? Yeah, I remember. For uh, last session, Kevin mentioned something to governess about having it done. Okay. Yes, I will p- input my formal request. Uh, she looks a little wary, but you know, instructs one of her many servants uh, and a guard to uh, to bring you down there. Uh, they ask, you know, what you need in terms of of a facility. They they don't exactly have, you know, real good medicine on this planet. It's like 19th century at best. Yep. Opens the front of the so, robe and a prehensile uh, medical arm whips out. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the best they can offer be you fine. is like a clean table and some hot water. That will do. Perhaps rip me up some towels. Of course. I get the hot water. Oh, wait, no, this is not absent of pregnancy. <laughs> okay. So, so we need Medicaid? Pregnancy. You give me Medicaid. Then the applicable. 29 viewers. out of. 29, 29 out of 65. Five degrees. Uh, okay. Oh no, you're too late. <laughs> He's dead. Wow. I just, <laughs> I had to stop for a second there. Just appreciate that. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, first off, the uh, it's it's mostly bones at this point. Uh, you see what appear to be just sort of ordinary like uh, gray robes uh, that the corpse was apparently buried in. Uh, examining that. You know, forensically, you know, you know, there's no big hole in his robes where he was stabbed in the back or anything like that. Um, <laughs> Damn, test one has failed. Uh, however, you you examine his uh, his bones, and 
it, it takes a while. You actually need to need to destructively analyze them. Uh, Bone saws ready. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, uh, someone and, and you see that like his his bones were extremely brittle. Now, as an astropath, it was likely that more likely than any other homeworld that he was void born. Uh, even accounting for that, it, it's less that there was like you know a lack of gravity acting on these, and more like right. his bones were just falling apart from the inside. Like you've seen radiation do stuff like this, uh, or lead poisoning. Lead poisoning, or not lead. Um, and it doesn't. It's not consistent with uh, mercury. Uh, is that it? Um, there's a heavy metal that screws up your bones. I forget. What yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what which one it was. But it's 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 not uh, consistent with like malnourishment or like typical causes of death. No, if, if you like, in your medical opinion, he either stood way too close to an atomic for a while, or was po- or was accidentally poisoning himself. Maybe. But hmm. radiation or chemicals, this that that you're sure. Of. All right, I I will reassemble him and put what is left of him and put put him back in the tomb. Of course. And uh, once once uh, I managed. To- once I've put in my formal, my formal completion of task, I'll, I'll try and go away. Uh, are you, are you yeah, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Lady Kvinka says, uh, so what, what were your findings? His bones were looking rather fragile, but that was all I could find in it. I see. There was very little left of him. Oh, of course, yes, it, it's, it's been 20 years. Thank you for allowing me to perform the procedure. No, oh, I shall, I'll put it in the reports to the next ship. Oh, certainly. And he'll nod and try and leave the palace to a secure spot where he can contact the others. Uh, you can beat awareness check. Awareness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this uh, isn't going to be good. <laughs> well, Ursa's going to go with him, I assume. Uh, that's why I asked before, like, what are you guys doing at night? Like, you're just going to find a place and crash, basically, or... Uh, awareness is no. Well, do they do they offer us rooms, like, or do uh, we have don't. to... Okay. Hypothetically, as uh, governmental officials, we might we probably have the right of, uh... <laughs> The, the the right of stationing stationing ourselves in whatever house we want. Yeah. Alternatively, they expect us to stay on the ship because that's I probably plead. nicer. <laughs> I plead the <laughs> third. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you two are leaving. Or you can make uh, awareness as well then. Okay. Hope you do well. Nope, not this time. Okay. Sixty-four out of forty-five. Okay. Were you, so were you uh, there for the autopsy? Yeah, I figured. Did you notice? Notice what? The evidence of poison. It's not exactly my specialty. He was either heavily irradiated or was poisoned with some form of heavy metal. Uh, say, I guess a uh, warp sense wouldn't really help much. Unless he was poisoned with the warp, which is pretty metal. Oh yeah, were there any signs of <laughs> mutation in the bones? No. Okay. You know, extra bones, a tail, slabs. Strange, like, tentacle bones. <laughs> <laughs> I can say with about 85% certainty that this is not an on, not what goes on a normal human. <laughs> He's got the <laughs> right amounts of bones. <laughs> He's got all kinds of bones. They're just not all in the right places. Or all the right types. <laughs> not really the right consistency either. Yeah, so you, do you guys just quarter yourselves up somewhere? Like, there are uh, there are places of lodging you can stay at. Uh, actually, not to notice it, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of taverns and bars. Or at least more than you'd expect. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna take a wild guess and base it and and guess that their alcohol is based on fermented grain. <laughs> nope, it's based on fermented fish. <laughs> Ugh. It, it, 
it's it's just it's just fish sauce and casks. Gross. Would you like some cod wine? <laughs> yeah, double fisty for me. We call it the pesca brow. <laughs> oh God. I'll say double fish uh, on ice. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, just just beer as far as the eye can see. A couple of you know kind of beer derived heavier spirits, but pretty much just a lot of beer. I wonder how many of these drinks were built on the rotted out remains of the tide. <laughs> quite a quite many of them, I imagine. Uh, yeah. Um, Farron is just going to uh go to quarters and you know rest for the evening. So yeah, we, we can maybe rest. get rooms near the launch pad. Yeah, you can do that. They they uh they have a couple of you know the the population of uh, lodgings and bars gets a little denser closer to the landing pad for obvious reasons. <laughs> Even though most of the bars uh, are, you know, older than 20 years. Well, I have yet to cure sleep, so I shall retire for the night. I have yet to cure my thirst. I'm going to go to a bar. All right. I know. Uh, we'll probably actually go with them. Are we all doing this? I'm going to get raucous. I'm not. All right, so I'm going to stay in my room and await whatever assassination attempt comes my way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, you guys are into a bar. You're going just one downstairs from where you're staying, or are you going to, like, uh, another one nearby? Downstairs seems like the better option. Okay. If you see a Vindicare assassin, tell him he's wasting his time. <laughs> if there's one that's cooler than the one downstairs, I'll go there. But otherwise, this one's... It, it's an agricultural world. It's like finding a good bar in Ohio. <laughs> I bet you there's a lot of good bars I was going to say, you'd be surprised. <laughs> like, I, I bet there's all sorts of stories that those dudes will tell you. Bet half of them are missing fingers. You know, interesting um, you should mention that, because when you guys kind of... You know, go to the bar in order to drink. There's no, there's no farmers here. This is all nobles and officials and clerks. Like this is all, you know, the only people basically, in, you know, on the planet with desk jobs. Ursa orders uh, probably black recaf, whatever they had that's bitterest. Drunk psychers don't seem like a good idea at all. I mean, it depends on your definition of good idea. Yeah, they've got a they've got a local caffeinated beverage. And, I'll uh, probably just go for some kind of amasek or a strong ale or whatever. Space beer or space mead. I don't know. Do they have bees here? Space mead. Dif- different game. <laughs> I guarantee you they have bees on the agricultural world. Yeah, uh, they've actually got quite a fair selection. So if you want mead, you get it. Sure. Is there some dumb 40k name for mead? I'm pretty sure like Space Wolves probably drink it. I think it's still Lamasek. And actually, Space Wolves just drink. It's called Fenrisian Ale. So apparently, it's not mead. <laughs> Right, isn't Fenrisian Ale the it's one that's incredibly beef. poisonous? Yeah, it basically yeah, it's poisonous because it gets it's technically it's, yeah, it's technically a poison because it shuts off their super <laughs> liver. <laughs> oh god! We invented a deep mythos where our main characters are so tough that they need to poison themselves to get drunk. <laughs> I mean, you know, depending on one's definition of poison. Anyway, uh, I mean, yeah, technically that's what we do. We ingest toxins to. Get drunk. Huh. Yeah, Ursa will get her uh, recap and uh, probably sit in a table near the back, just watching. All right, so you guys mostly just uh, mostly just watching, basically. She is. I don't know about Johan. Johans. Uh, I mean, my fellowship's like thirty-one. That's averageish. So I'll probably just chat a little if people are having it. Uh, actually, yeah. If you make an effort, uh, people are, are very interested in in uh, in offworlders. Tell him about that time I punched a horse. That horse walked. I totally punched a horse. Ugh, bullshit. That horse had it coming. 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, one guy actually comes up and says, so so are you are you her guard or what? Points back to Ursa. Uh, of a sort, yes. Well, Sam, so I'm, I'm just I'm just uh, curious, you know, where you got your where you got your modifications. And of course, it's always uh, like to know, you know, what an offworlder's in town. They've always got interesting stuff for offer. Uh, I don't think we have much for trade, honestly. Um, at least not personally. Shit, they don't know it's a navy vessel, do they? Uh, they no, they don't. They, it's... Yeah, they don't know much. They know you got down here. Mm-hmm. Also, assuming you were privy to the discussion, like like assuming everybody plot dumped each other, uh, people, at least some people, expect there to be offworlders around here, which isn't the status quo. Yeah, it shouldn't the be official landing pad in twenty years. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, why? What? Uh, what sort of things have they brought here before? I've seen some well, stuff in my day, but I was curious. Uh, you know, mostly just uh, you know, a bit of bit of things to make uh, life easier. I mean, you know, Logan's always busy and he's always fixing the trucks. He's got no time for anything else. So you know, if you want a cogitator lamp. That you don't need to use fish oil for a Indeed. decent las gun. Much use for those here. <laughs> More than you'd think, uh, I suppose. Really? This seems like a peaceful sort of place. I Natural mean, most uh, fauna giving you trouble, or are there dissidents or some such? Natural fauna. Uh, no, no. The one time we did, we did shoot a grox with uh, with the las gun once just to see what would happen. <laughs> Interrupt him and take me over to the bead. What happens? Depending on what sort of flasgun, I assume it just made it angry. Rocks are fucking tough. <laughs> How old does this guy look? Uh, he he's in his twenties. Okay, so yeah, he is not talking about things that happened a long time ago. No. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's usually not that violent, but you know, uh, every once in a while, especially you, you got to keep yourself armed because you know you can't let the you can't let the sedality push you around. Out of character, so which what now? The harvest sedality, like the the people in charge of the tide on the planet. Oh, oh, uh, are they uh, a little bit more zealous than maybe they should be? Uh, I I guess that's the word. They they uh they're always you know holding up uh, trucks and caravans and whatnot on the roads. What the fuck? That's odd. Uh. Aren't they just supposed to do audits and things and make sure people are reporting correctly rather than actively holding up the citizenry? Well, I mean, they don't they don't say it's them. Come on. Oh. Who else has all the hardware on this planet? Fair enough. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll keep making small talk, but then keep that stuff in mind just to pass on to the rest, because that's very interesting. Because apparently off-worlders are semi-regular, and uh, they're pretty sure that the... Tax dudes are acting like bandits. And also, one time they shot a Grox. That part's probably less important. That was just for wanting to know what happened to that Grox. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just got mad. I mean, the last guns are also called, like, the Emperor's Righteous Flashlights. They're not. They don't do a lot. Uh, sure. Like, I assume you took some of your work home with you, so what kind of research do you want to do? Uh, well, assuming I've been told of the, uh, uh, the, the strangeness with the, uh, the dead priest. Uh, what is on this planet that could physically like cause that amount of radiation? Like, is there? I, I thought they were pretty low tech. Uh, yeah, n- no role required. There, there's no, there's no mining operations on this planet. Okay. So, like, 
I don't know if if they found any uranium. I mean, there might be uranium in the in the in the crust somewhere. Right. But there's no way to like get a hold of it and concentrate it. Hell, the uh, the Magos uh, Logan who's stationed or not Magos uh, it was uh, Engine Seer uh, who is stationed here. Uh, he might be the only person on the planet who knows about the concept of radiation. Huh. Okay. So it's probably more likely that he was just poisoned with a heavy metal. Yeah, I think it's mercury. I'm sorry if I'm describing that wrong, but uh, no, I'm sorry, sorry if I'm wrong about mercury. But I think I think that's what it is. Okay. Um, also, I want to, uh, with the help of my handy scribe, uh, pull start pulling um, as many uh, uh, accounting records uh, for the sodality as possible, and I want to just start combing through uh, all of their money. Okay. And see what stands out. Uh, you know, in terms of money. There, there is no like. There's no need for money on this world. Okay. Uh, like they don't require they don't require fiat currency because their their economy is one way and entirely based off of exports. Okay. Well, then I'll you know uh, euphemistically I want to tra- follow the money and figure out. So if that involves tracking weed, if that involves tracking shipments of you know uh, cargo, if it involves figuring out when you know where where they're diverting resources to, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, so you spend some time on that. Uh, strictly speaking, it'll be kind of fruitless uh, until uh, Johannes gets to share. Then mm-hmm. things will make a lot more sense. Okay. But uh, Fair enough. Yeah, so, so you're looking that up. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything else they want to do before uh, before everyone turns in? Sleeping. <laughs> yes. And you guys can sleep in shifts if you want. Like, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah. If we want to be that paranoid, we can sleep in shifts. (laughs) Mercury is largely neurological. Strontium, cadmium, and radium are the big ones for bones. And those last three – or no, cadmium isn't radioactive, is it? It isn't, but it it just imitates calcium enough that it it starts replacing it. It replaces calcium in the bones. Yeah, that's – okay. So we'll say it's cadmium. Okay, Okay. sure. Sure. Insert actual It was mercury. Could have just been all the goddamn fish. (laughs) (laughs) That's the true horror. It's just the rotting fish <laughs> is responsible for all of this. <laughs> there's, except, there's, there's, there's no actual the warp problem presence. with that is that there's no one industrial runoff running into their seas to cause <laughs> yeah. that. It just rolled around <laughs> and just, bathed in it. They spontaneously create mercury. <laughs> we have a mercury fish. <laughs> Pretty valuable, actually. Yeah, that seems good. Well, it's like how bees caught of meat, right? <laughs> New kind of tithe, guys. <laughs> mercury fish. Uh Okay. Um, uh, and the two people drinking can make me another awareness check. Oh, that's creepy. An awareness check? Indeed. Well, I'm going to have to hit one of these sooner or later. Today is the day. Today is the 32 out of 45. Uh, so, uh, you know, you drink your uh, your your recaf, uh, kind of out for a while, and you notice that out of the, uh, you know, bars just has glassless windows, uh open to the air and you see that there is a, a small horse drawn cart it appears to have like some barrels on the back and there's a guy sitting on the barrels and he hasn't moved since you've sat down he is wide awake it's beginning it's you know starting to become fairly late at night and he is just stationed outside of this bar go to the window and look out uh you see him sort of twist his head and start fiddling with one of the barrels when you approach the window uh what's johan doing I'll say by uh, now he'll be finished with his conversation. Yeah, I mean, he's paying it. 
he's like glancing over. He's probably still like vaguely chatting with people, but yeah, he's definitely. Oh no, like, you, you noticed it too. You noticed it better than he did, actually. So yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like he's like looking at the window, like obviously noticing this dude, but not trying to let on that he's noticed that dude. To that dude. Which way did the uh, uh, rooms face at the top of the end? Uh, you guys would need at least two rooms, so I'll say one. Uh, one faces in, one. Faces in. Okay, but uh, did either of the rooms have a? I'm oh, sorry, uh, one towards the street, one away from. The street. Okay. Yeah, she'll she'll use the microbead to call of call the others, see if anybody's awake. Yeah, Farron immediately wakes up, unless Axe wants to make me make us roll awareness. Uh, no. It's just okay. like if you if whatever happens next takes a while, you guys might need to start making toughness tests or. That's fine. For like the lack of sleep. Uh, yeah, Farron immediately responds. What's going on? A man's been sitting on his cart outside all night without moving. Um, all right, I get up and cross to the window, not stepping directly into the window, but, like, up against it and peek out. The window of the ship? No, I'm in the no. rooms in the inn. The inn, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, he's, uh, he's appears to be, I mean, it, it depends, uh... If uh, if Ursa's still looking out the window, then wow, he's fiddling with that barrel for a long time. <laughs> That's fine. Either way, he's gonna look a little suspicious. Yeah, um, yeah. She's looking I, out the window, but yeah. Can I make sky. an awareness test to check the street and see if he has friends? Uh, yes. Okay. While you watch, he just shakes a cask and makes a big show of putting his ear up to it. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. When do we get fate points? Do we start with those? How does that work? Yeah, you start with whatever you're starting. Like it, it, it changes depending on your home world and whether you rolled yeah. the Emperor's blessing or not. I ah, you have shit. A point threshold. I don't think I did that. Uh, what world are you from? I can get it for you if you want. Forge world. Right. Okay. Oh, faith threshold of three. Uh, there we go. So yeah, roll, and if you make a three or more, then you have plus one basically. Roll a what? Roll a d10. Uh, it changes depending on home world. Uh, I rolled a two, and it looks uh, like it's eight you... plus for an Emperor's blessing. So yeah, okay. two doesn't get you anything. Okay. Well, I'm going to. So you have whatever Forge World says you have. Yeah. So three. Uh, so I'm going yeah. to use nothing escapes my sight uh, to spend a fate point to automatically succeed at the awareness test uh, with number of degrees of success equal to my perception bonus, which is three. Okay. There we go. That's how we get stuff. Yeah. Let me know if you need first aid. I can fix that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so you bring down one of the many, you know, lenses in your skull or in your. I forget whether you have them it or not. Uh, um, len- yeah, lenses around my eyes. Yeah. Oh. So you know, you bring a magnifying one down, and uh, you see that he is actually like as he lifts the the barrels. Uh, you see shadows move around inside them. Inside the barrels? Like there are there are apparently people in them. <laughs> Okay. Oh God, it's a shitty beat 'em up stage. Oh no, yeah. he's got hand barrels. I'm gonna, I'm he's gonna tell, them. tell my friends that, like, hey guys, there's people in those barrels. Uh, I'm just imagining like a steam green light beat 'em up stage where when they break out of the barrels, the pieces go everywhere and yeah. impede your movement. Uh, I'm gonna suggest you guys <laughs> exit out the rear of the building, and I'm going to wake everybody up. If we're leaving, we should leave together. Yes, but not directly into their path. Agreed. I mean, I guess. Uh, why not? Because ambushes generally are not a good thing to walk directly into. But if you know they're coming, they're not really ambushes. Are they? There Wait, is another ambush- option, yeah. isn't there? There are always other there options. Are- what, you, what specifically are you thinking? Hmm. Is the uh, minister carrying his flamer? Yes, and it happens that 
Barrels are very flammable. Very. I, is it <laughs> okay. wise to randomly set a man on fire? With, I, I will say this. <laughs> if, an obvious reason. If you guys don't real mind, I will say this. If you guys don't mind <laughs> walking into a, a an obvious ambush, if they attack us, and then we go, yo, we're inquisitors, now we can wreck your shit and go through everything without worrying about, uh, you know, cover, I'm kind of okay with that. Without the element of surprise, they are unable to kill us. They do not have the resources. I agree, but it depends on whether or not we want to break character. I'm not saying it no. May, it was pretty obvious that we were decently equipped for combat when we came down. Okay. He looks over at uh, he looks over at our muscle man. Yeah. Uh, in that case, I you know, if you want to go, at least talk to him and find out what's going on, or at least see what happens when you try and leave the bar. Go for it. I think it's not a terrible idea. I think I'll do just that. Okay. I'm gonna pull out my stub automatic and uh, cover from the uh, from the from the roof or not the roof, but the up upstairs floor. Zarkov will uh, pull one arm out of his robe and hold his uh, um, shotgun under it. Yeah. Start walking out the front booth front door with a mechanical buzz. <laughs> Come, okay. Zarkov. Who else is? Uh, is anyone else springing the trap, or is it just uh, Zarkov? No. Oh. Spring the trap. Oh, I'm I'm all for that. I'm all to go <laughs> greet them. Oh. Odds are the three of them are going to go out, but she'll stand in the door. They will know the loving flames of the God Emperor. How close to the window are they? They're a fair piece back. Uh, they're across the road, oh. so you know, across the thoroughfare, maybe like uh, forty or fifty feet at most. Okay, then I'll then I'll yeah, I'll exit with the group, making sure that my back's to those barrelmen. Okay. Uh, as as you guys step out. Since, you know, m- multiple of you are watching, uh, you see him try to, you know, attempt to surreptitiously kind of pound on the barrels. Uh, well, uh, not, not pound on them, but like knock on them, you know? <laughs> yep. Sure is a good crop this year. <laughs> right here. <laughs> and it's not like he can jump out of a barrel that he, that really, like, quickly. Oh, I wish I had some sort of, like, cock gun so, so I could just seal the barrels at a distance. <laughs> That'd be some. I mean, wow, that's like 40k is ridiculous. I don't know if it's that ridiculous to have like a. Anyway, uh, it's called a Weber. It's a real gun. Oh Jesus Christ! You're right. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ! You're right. <laughs> anyway, incredible. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, so uh, as soon as Zarkov like, are you like walking towards him or just trying to seem like you're walking out of the bar? Like, what's I'm going to look like I'm walking, but I'm basically going to cross the street right in front of him. We want to look like we're targets. I'll put a weird limp into my step like I got drunk or something somehow. Uh, Give me a deceive check. (laughs) I fail. Yes, I can't can't succeed at a deceive check. Well, I mean, then don't try to fake a limp. Turns out you are not great at the wounded gazelle gambit. (laughs) Hopefully it just looks like my legs are stupidly malfunctioning. (laughs) Yeah, uh, as you're about halfway across, uh, he kind of, uh, you know, jumps from the bed of the cart. I'll swivel around, shotgun still under the cloak. I got my flamer ready. May I help you, friend? Nah, I think I'm all good. All right. He's got his hand in a pocket. All right, Zarkov will turn and start walking down the street past the, uh, toward, towards the back end of the cart and beyond. Is, is something, something on the stove? <laughs> all right, let's not burn them yet. All right. Um, do you guys follow Zarkov and try to look like... Yeah. 
it's at that point that the two people watching from windows and doors see uh, men start to remove themselves from the barrels, and the guy starts you know walking with at a, at a fast pace. Uh, it takes a looks like it'd be a stub revolver out of a pocket. Oh shit! They've got actual weapons. Well, stub revolvers. <laughs> Didn't count on that, did you? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying like that's. I'm I'm just like all right. I wasn't sure if Were you this was expecting gonna... them to have boards with nails in them. No, I'm just, <laughs> yes. I, I'm just I'm just saying like all right, cool. We I can shoot these yeah. men then. We got our case, <laughs> Adeptus Mechanicus. Good. I'll put another nail in the board. I don't know. Like yeah, I said, I... it could just it could just be a you know, rough up the offworlders sort of thing. Yeah. To be honest, mutated hands would probably be a worse sign. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doing I'm gonna shells at us. I'm gonna shoot the guy with the revolver. <laughs> I mean, you still let them shoot first. At this we're point, not Han Solo. Maybe it was just like, hey, do you want to buy a revolver? Oh god, yeah, you shot me! Like, oh I mean, wait, guys, before you go, look at this cool gun. Yeah, I'm, 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 these I'm, are my yeah, friends: Barrel, Jim, and Barrel Bob. I'm they gonna live, they live in barrels. I'll, I'll put you this way, okay? Like, if you want the opportunity for a surprise round, now is the time to take it. Yeah. I don't I don't think we should do a surprise round. I think that we should do straight up combat, otherwise Nah, who knows? I'm gonna wait for them to be openly aggressive. Yes yeah. in, instead okay. of covertly aggressive. Hopefully they'll shoot me first, because I could probably take it. I can probably take it too. I'm stacked yeah. to the nines. I'm I'm wait, why aren't we leading them? So that, you guys have them, so that we can then, once we murder them, bring their bodies and then say, look, yeah. these men attacked us, we're Inquisition, you done fucked up. Yeah. If they, if they attack us first, that is like a tenth of the paperwork to do. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well. Oh, good. I guess Ursa will uh, hold an aim. Uh, well, we gotta roll initiative, right? Yeah, no, I mean, he can he can do a full action aim. Sure. Uh, or, wait, can you aim psychic powers? Or are you just going to use a gun or something? She's got a LAS pistol. She's using... Yeah. I'm assuming during the, during the surprise round, I'll do some aim and see where it goes from there. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Light up the night. I am aiming as well. I can't aim because my weapon's not... My weapon isn't pointed at anyone. I'd aim, but I don't need... You, you could, I guess? Nice. No. I think you're allowed to aim with a melee weapon. But That's only like if that. the next thing you do is swing with it. Like, you can't aim and then run at somebody and hack uh, them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so my plan is, well, we'll see what happens. Maybe yeah, you can so count as defensive? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you want, you can, like, you can basically take a, take a defensive stance. That's because that, that's too obvious, right? That, that would eat you know? round, and it would be this. Okay. Yeah, well. So, nah. All right. And it would also it's barely do anything. I want them to shoot me so I can laugh at them. Shoot me. Shoot me. Part of me. <laughs> Shoot me. I need it to live. I can't feel without it. Yeah, so they, they wait until you're, like, a little bit away, uh, like, far enough so that, you know, the lights from, the candle lights from the bar aren't still on you, and uh, they're not going to say anything. They're just going to start shooting. D10, so, uh, D10 plus, plus agility bonus. Just, okay. What's your agility bonus, uh, Josh? Four. Then you, then you beat me. Because uh, I have unnatural agility one. Yeah, you beat me. I'm very spry for a meat man. Meatman. Slab. <laughs> John Hewlett Meatman. Wait, D10 plus the, what, how do you know what your agility bonus is? It's the first digit uh, of your agility. The ten spots. Yeah. Ten spot it's what? Agility. It's the, the first spot. digit of your, the first digit of your agility, bonus, oh, okay. of your agility okay. score. Yeah. So, eight plus two agility, ten. <laughs> we uh, have four different tens. Okay, but, uh, uh, the 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 idiots have a three agility bonus. So, so it's 
Josh, then me and the idiots. It's a it's Sam, then Josh, then me and the idiots, then Alex, then Kevin. It's legit. What happens if there's a straight up tie? I'm just checking for future reference. Then you determine by agility bonus, agility. and then. But then what? Because we have bonus? we have a double there. Uh, then it's by perception bonus. I think is the next thing you check. Uh, yeah. Actually, That's after agility, good. you just roll off again. Want roll off oh. with me and the idiots? You yeah. Got a four. All right. Let's see. Idiots got an eight. So go okay. You. So it, 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 idiots beat me, which I think is going to be a running theme for this campaign. Oh. Okay. So who's going before the idiots? Um, Sam and I rolled Josh. a twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys, you guys go first. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. They they technically have a have a round. Yeah, that's fine. I, I so, want them to do something uh, before I shoot them anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's why. I'm, uh, so let's see. Uh, there are four in total, uh, and they are going to shoot various stub weaponries out of you. And fucking Christ, like the you know the night lights up with sound and light as as uh, various uh, two stub rifles, two stub revolvers held by the men go off and hit just nothing. Bracka 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 bracka. I think that I, I think that counts as uh, as an attack. <laughs> no one was hurt, but uh... <laughs> but yeah, yeah we, le- we at least get them an unlawful discharge of a weapon. <laughs> like like the closest thing to an unlucky unlucky shot, you know, one lands like three feet in the dirt away from his character. Isn't that like they vi- unlawful they discharge of a weapon? Ordinance. They violated the noise with... ordinances. You all saw it. It's still still attempted murder, no? You unlawfully yes. discharge a weapon, and for that I mean, you I, shall die. I'm pretty sure firing a gun at the, or a weapon at someone is still pretty egregious in the eyes of the law. Yeah, our guns went off by accident. His flavor went off by accident. <laughs> Cuts both ways, like the sword, which also went off by accident. Can't we just say that one of them was with us and he was assassinated by them? All right. So this uh, currently, you guys are. About ten meters away from them, uh, and then they are twenty about uh, twenty meters away from the inn, which is where they, uh, you know, where the two party, uh, the two uh, Ursa and Farin are. Let me just write that down in the chat here. Okay, so uh, Farin. Uh, okay, I'm I'm gonna take a shot at the uh, the lead guy. All right, you are probably at short range. Though I don't know if maybe stub revolvers uh, or automatics. Uh, short range is half the range of your uh, weapon. Uh, I don't know what the range of my weapon is. Uh, what weapon is it? Stub automatic. Stub auto. 30 meters. 30 meters. Yep. So, same semi-auto combat or shot. regular? Uh, what's that? Do you want semi-auto to fire on semi-auto or regular? Uh, what is the difference? Remind me, it's been a while since um, I've done combat. If, if, if you fire on single shot, you get a, a plus 10. 10 on the attack, but you can only hit once. If you um, do semi-auto, you get a plus 0 on the attack, you use three every shots. Every two degrees of success. At every two degrees, you get an additional attack in. Um, we will single shot for plus ten. <laughs> uh, I've got man stopper rounds loaded. Um, so ballistic skill. Uh, right. forty-seven. So it's plus ten. You said. Uh, you're at normal range, but you did take. You were aiming, right? Like, yes. Yeah, I was aiming well, last round. Yeah, so that's a plus twenty for a full round aim. Okay. So. Yeah. So forty-seven out of fifty-eight. Okay. Uh, wow, 99 on the dodge. All right. Nice. Sweet doge. Yeah, uh, uh, roll damage. Yeah, can you <laughs> tell me what the damage is? Uh, it's like 1d10 plus 3 or something. Well, what's, uh, what's manstopper rounds? Uh, uh, add some pen, if I remember correctly. 
No, Man Stopper. It I'm, adds damage, I'm pretty think. sure. I didn't it's write plus it two damage, but doubles their armor. No, nah, Man Stopper is three penetration. Okay. Oh. It's uh, okay. Dum Dums or Expanders are the uh, got it. The ones that ha- are really okay. bad against armor. All right. Well, I'm rolling a D10. So eight plus uh, two normal, and then how much from the Man Stopper? <laughs> That's just three pens. So he's got. Got it. <laughs> we have these. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, Dum Dums. <laughs> Make the head explode. Right, so how, I'm sorry, how much damage was that? <laughs> I rolled an 8, so 10 total, I think. Uh, no, it's a plus 3. Um, so 11 pen 3. Yeah, 11, 11 pen, pen 3. three then. So it's takes... plus 3, not plus 2? Plus 3. I'm the worst, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's fine. I, I was incorrect when I gave you the first answer. <laughs> Sweet. I'm on the criticals. Uh, yep. Uh, so uh, he takes a round in the chest. Uh, he's not down, but uh, <laughs> he's certainly unhappy. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Next up is uh, is Johannes. Yep. Okay. So I draw my big old two-handed sword as a free action. Uh, start moving towards them. And as a half action, I activate the exterminator on my sword. Yo. And everyone's on fire. All right. They get agility test to try to not be on fire. Yes. Uh, what is it? Plus... T- is it plus 10 agility tests or something? Uh, it's... I think plus 20 because I don't have flame weapons trained. Okay. Sounds right. Which is unfortunate. I forgot to do that. I'm rolling like axe tonight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's the damage on a flamer? It is 1d10 plus 4. You want me to roll once or once for how many people got hit? Like each. Uh, I'm going to apply it to everybody. uh... Okay. That's, uh, eh, it's 8. But it's pen two. So they're down to two arms. So. And then agility tests to not be on fire. Okay, yeah. So they each take. Uh, that doesn't hurt them that badly, but let's see how their wizards wants a lopsided encounter, apparently. <laughs> or, or is it because I'm not using this for Dungeons and Dragons? It's the Dungeons and Dragons dice. That's why. It is that's, a jealous That's probably is. why. It knows. It knows the things that you want it not to know. Uh, you set all but one of them on fire. Wow. Okay, seems, that's pretty cool. Seems effective. Hold on, let me. Let me. I, I just. I need to put this dice log somewhere for posterity. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, these are the last like nine friggin' results. Nothing below fifty except for one thirty-nine. That's the guy who dodged being on fire. Nice. My bones. I like the first <laughs> sentence of the entry for the fire status effect. A character can be set on fire in several different ways. Theoretical. <laughs> None of them pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> shit. That's, that's <laughs> uh, yeah. So aside from uh, one guy who you know uh, has, has apparently spared the entire wrath of your exterminator, uh, three of them start pawing at themselves, trying to trying to rid themselves of your blessed flame. <laughs> no, 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 no. Surrender now or finish dying. Are you <laughs> kidding me? We're not letting them surrender. Okay, so we need one. Uh, Let's see. Let's see what their turn's going to be. We'll, we'll get the one. guy who isn't on fire. Yeah, one would be a help. That, that looks like it, because... Oh, yeah, oh, nine damage? Nice. Okay, four, that's a little better. Seven. And Let me know six. if anyone hits me so I can make a dodge check. They're, they're all a little a little busy, James. They're doing the old stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, I think that takes up most of their turn. Stop being on fire. Yeah. Sorry, I, I meant I was stepping away for a second. Oh, yeah, no worries. And they can only try to stop being on fire if they pass a willpower. Wait, that doesn't make sense. No, it's because it, it's, 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 they're too freaked out to, and they to do something that's not uh, doing that's, that. 
No, 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 no. If they don't pass the willpower check, they're just freaking out. They don't think rationally enough to stop, drop, and roll. If they make the willpower uh, check, then they can either put themselves out or continue to act. Yeah, I'm back. Jesus, being on fire sucks. Yeah, no, no, no shit. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, I didn't realize how much it sucked in this game. Yeah, I, got, I, I, I can't put myself out if I catch fire. <laughs> All very nearly. <laughs> uh, two of them just go down burning. Uh, the lead guy is up burning uh, and just kind of freaking out. Bark. <laughs> and the last guy is going to try to run. This is clearly not going his way. I guess that makes sense. Like he drops, he drops his stub rifle and just and just books. So uh, he is now uh, agility three. So th- he is now eighteen meters away from the cart. Called shots minus twenty. And yes, any any uh, no ballistic skills in general are minus twenty to hit him. Because running people are hard to hit. Oh, yeah, but called shot is an additional minus 20. Yes. If you want to pop his leg or something. Uh, so that was the enemy's turn, so now it's uh, it's James, right? Yeah. So we have a freaking out fireman and a running man. Yes. A freaking out fireman that is not within a full move action of me. Uh, You could run and reach him, I think. Well, uh, how, how agile are you? Three. So that's V18. Uh, no, you could reach him with... Yeah, you could full move or run. I mean, it doesn't really matter, because they both eat up your turn, but... Yeah, I'll run at him, get get next to him, see if he dies from the fire before we can capture him. Now, that's the guy who wasn't on fire, is the one running. I know. Right? Okay. Yeah, it's the lead but guy. There's, there's right, also like, the lead guy. Who was sitting on the barrels. Like, he's the one uh, who's on fire, but still alive. Oh, okay. I'll pat him out if I get another turn before he dies. Also, yeah, when you when you get close, it it there's, like, there's obviously there's the smell of burning body. But there's this really odd, cloying, almost perfumey smell. Oh, oh, damn. And then, uh, who's left? Is that just, uh, that's, um, Constantius and Ursa. Constantius, yes. Constantius and Ursa. So what you do? Uh, Constantius comes well before I do. Okay, so what's Constantius up to? Uh, let's see. Is the last guy that's not on fire surrendering? Uh, he's no, running. He's, he's running. He is... So he yeah, can still on fire. The, uh, the guy in the cart isn't doing anything like coherent. <laughs> He's just kind of flailing and, you know, but there's stop the, resisting disperse the, disperse. The guys, the <laughs> other guy is running. The other guy's running. Yeah. He is currently uh, 28 meters. Away. I'm wondering if I should burn him. Flip a coin. And then set on fire. My, my, my flame res a 10 meter. So eh, can't you? Because, yeah, well, like, no, it's a half action like, to move. You could move uh, enough to be within 10 meters. Probably. Maybe you could Maybe. Ru- let him run. Yeah. Follow but, him. Follow him. I guess. Uh, All right, so you're making chase? Uh, the other should make chase. I can deal with the guy, the, the guys over here. I'm not fast enough to make haste. <laughs> I think Johans is the, the only person who's good at that. Well, actually, technically, my agility bonus only counts as three for movement purposes. So what, I'm just as fast it, as... What's it good for? <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, that isn't... No, your agility bonus should be four for movement if you have a natural agility one and agility 30-something. Ah, yes, but I also have that mutation. Oh, that mutation makes you slow. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so you're as fast as the rest of us. And, and faster he, than me. And he's surprisingly good say, at say dodging semi-auto and uh, swift attack fire. You're the slowest, fastest man alive. <laughs> I, I think the point is he is entirely too fast for how he looks. Yes. Yeah. Ah, fuck it. I'm going to go after him. Okay, so he's you're, he is 10 meters from you, just as he was before he started running. Yep. And especially faster than a dude in full plate should be. Because fear yeah. more. You know what? Why run after him? I think I'm just going to shoot a fire at him to make him stop running. Uh, 
if you run, that takes your whole. Oh. Well, how far away is he from? He was originally feet? 10 meters. He, he if he took... takes a half action to move, he moves like two meters. Oh, right. Yeah, you only have a two <laughs> agility bonus. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, yeah, all right. I'll run after him. Uh, all right. And so back up to the top of the round. Uh, so you have a guy 28 meters I... away. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Ursa, sorry. Yeah, that's right. She's going to run out and uh, try to uh, help put out the lead man with Zarkov. Uh, do you have movement range of him? Let's jump uh, out the window. Oh, wait. I don't know what the difference was from the cart to the... Uh, uh, cart's 20 meters away. 20 meters. Okay, no, then probably... It's movement is agility bonus plus one. Movement no, it's... just agility bonus for half. Agility bonus for half. Agility bonus times two for... Oh, okay. Agility bonus times three for charge and times six for run. No, then I can only run halfway there. But I'll do it rather than take a chance at hitting the priest pursuing the... Uh, He's not engaged. Other person. In, he's not engaged with me, so you don't, you don't get the money. Uh, all right, I'll try a call shot to the lotus ghost. Okay. Uh, assume the aim probably doesn't count at this point. Uh, not if you move first. If you try to shoot him from the window, then the aim still. Oh, okay. Then I'll just try to shoot him from the window. Yeah, like I described, they are open to the air, so you don't have to. Yeah. Seventy-one. No, not even close. Okay. Uh, you have a half action left, so you just want to move towards the uh, guy. Yeah, start moving toward the cart. Back up to the top of the round. Uh, Farron. Uh, everybody's pretty much out of my range. It's going to take me too long to... Uh... Nope. The uh, guy is still within normal range. Like, you'd, it'd just be a plus 10 for the single shot. Oh. But he's still within 30 meters of you. Yeah, well, then I I will shoot him. I, okay. I will shoot Are you going to aim first or, or move uh, afterward? Like... We'll, we'll aim, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, 26. Uh, I believe that's two degrees of success. Uh, what's the total? Because he is running, so it's it's a uh, minus twenty. Oh, minus twenty. Uh, my ballistic skill is thirty-eight, so uh, plus and tw- minus twenty. Uh, roll under a twenty-eight. Yeah, I rolled twenty-six, so I I hit with a single. You, you, yeah, you had a yeah. D10 okay. plus three. Yep. Uh, six, so nine. Pen three. Okay. Uh, where did you? Uh, what was the roll? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Uh, that's in the. Body, can somebody, uh, James, you probably have the crit window open. What's, uh, Impact Body 3? Impact Body 3. The attack breaks a rib with a resounding crunch. The target is stunned for a round and knocked prone. Sweet. That's pretty much what we needed. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he's not dead. Yet. Yeah. Not even suffering blood loss, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, line up a shot, fire, it, it, he, it hits him, you know, in the top of the chest, he spins like a top and flies onto the ground. Hork! Tweet. And I'll say at this point, like, since he can't move, like, you guys can catch up to him. Uh, let me just determine whether the guy burns to death or not in the cart. So, who was after him? That was uh, Josh. What's your action? I'm, I'm there by the cart. Oh, but who's next? Because um, yeah. he burns to death on his turn, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> right. maybe. You have a good point. I guess. It seems like a to ways to reverse the inflaming you just did. <laughs> Especially since I think that consumes the exterminator. Well, the thing is, I didn't roll it as at plus 10 or whatever, so I guess I had, like, don't you get 10 things of a thing? Well, it says that the exterminator is a one-use item in its description. Yes, but... But I guess you, you could have 10 of them. Things, yeah, when you acquire things, unless you're even... getting just one and you get plus a 10 on the roll or whatever, right? But I, I didn't do so. that. Uh, that's You get four of them. Okay, four? Well, that's fine. Sure, why not? And you need to reattach it. It's not a complicated task, and even if it was, yeah. your tech priest could do that for you, but you, like, you don't have all four of them welded to your sword at once. 
Oh, that'd be so fucking cool, though, wouldn't it? You'd become an anime. Anyway, I'll put this dude out, but not, like, in a nice way. I'll probably just kick him around a little bit.